Adam St. Germain's been a long time. We haven't done this in a minute. Do you remember how it works? I don't even know what we're doing. (laughs) I'm not sure what this is anymore. (laughs) I think it's a podcast. It could just be a phone call we record. I'm not sure what the difference even is. I mean, it's it's really well. I think the difference is that occasionally um, there's a, an agenda. You send me an agenda on the 24th. I thought it was long ago. But it's not that long ago. It's it felt a long time ago, but it's still kind of somewhat recent. I don't even know who Q Anon is. Oh shit! Okay, first of all, Adam Saint Germain, where Yay. are you? <laughs> first of all, this is the talk show. I don't know how we're going to splice this up in the editing when I wake up and have coffee tomorrow, but first of all, this is the talk show. My name is Scott. I'm the host. My co-host is the QAnon of mountain biking politics. We'll explain that later, Adam St. Germain. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the talk show, episode 17. Episode 17, arguably also episode 19 or 18, not sure. It's gotten very confusing. I tried to reference unclear. it earlier. It's it's unclear. It's unclear. If we if we were in Asia, it would be episode ten seven. Mm-hmm. Adam, so. we're gonna we're gonna do something very atypical of the podcast right now. Oh. And we're gonna ask Scott, where are you? Scott Sullivan. Where are you at? Adam, tonight I am in Center Point, Texas, which is about two hours south and west of Austin, Texas, in the beautiful, beautiful and sparse hill country. I am sitting on oh, well, the porch well, of a because, place I'm staying, looking into darkness with just a few lights. It's beautiful. That's, that's because, for people that don't know, Scott is currently working his uh, third and a half job, which is uh, official roadie. Yes, yes. I'm yes. <laughs> Today I was a roadie for my wife. When she plays gigs in the hill country and I can be available, I go with her and act as her roadie mainly to see if I can get free drinks. <laughs> and guess what? Scored it. <laughs> Worked flawlessly. Worked to my advantage today. Got some free um, wine. Beautiful. So did, she, did she play today or is she playing tomorrow? She played today at a vineyard called Bending Branch Vineyards in uh Comfort, Texas, which is adjacent to Center Point, where we're staying tonight, and our hosts, Bruce and Jenna, we're staying in their guest house tonight. They're like amazing people that Brittany's known for a long time, and I've come to know over the last couple of years. They, they, uh, Bruce started his own vineyard on his property. Like, I'm just, sorry, did you say Bruce Jenner? No, no, Bruce started a vineyard on his own property. <laughs> I think you just made some weird connections. No, but that's who you said the host is. You said the host of the property. Bruce, Bruce and Jenna. Jen- Jenna. Bruce and Jenna. <laughs> Bruce Jenna. Asshole. Oh, God. We're already off to this start. Shit. Oh, God. That was a giant softball. It was too easy. <laughs> right over the plate. Lobbed it. <laughs> okay. You, um, you derailed me. But anyway, these folks are amazing. They have a beautiful piece a, of property. Is this an air- is this an Airbnb? No, well, no, they have uh, a. You would love this, Adam. I, I would love to 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 bring you out here sometime. But he, the Bruce ha, has a big piece of property. He's retired. He grows his own grapes now on his property that are in the wine that we drank today at the vineyard we went to. It's that cool. 
and uh, he has a That's like a dope. big garage that he does all kinds of projects in. He spins bowls, he builds things. Pretty cool guy. And then this is my dude. He's awesome. And then to the side of it, they have this little cabin that's just for family, friends, whoever wants to come through. And so mm. once in a while, we come through, and they're super cool. Oh, so this isn't even like it's not like an inn. It's just you just know these people, and you are staying in their cabin. It's a friend setup. Oh, dope. And All these right. people are cool. If you can make friends with them, you should. <laughs> okay. okay 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 but anyway uh their their vineyard's called los uh prague i'm gonna call it the the pronunciation is still up for grabs and they make uh grapes that are in the wine that we had today but anyway long story short i'm in this is one of the only times we've ever done the podcast where i'm in a different place and you're not um uh, this is true and then the great irony is that tonight i am at home <laughs> wow <So>. wow <laughs> <laughs> The roles have reversed. Let me okay. ask you, how many how many rest areas did you stop at on the way, and did you document them for hashtag uh, National Rest Area Review? I wish that came up, but rest areas in Texas so far, and I haven't. I'm gonna say that preface this so I don't get bad emails. They're I bigger. Ha- I have not really <laughs> done a ton of road tripping in Texas, especially not heading west or north. But I have done some traveling through. I guess what would be the eastern part of Texas. Oh, to go to, uh, yeah. Or, or Coming least, back yeah. and forth from. But there's, the, I don't find the rest areas in Texas to be particularly good. Well, then you should rate them with, you know, one to two thumbs up. I should probably do that. They don't have to be good to get a rating. That's no, I just, you know, I don't want to lose okay. my, I don't want to lose my Texas cred. <laughs> Oh yeah, because you because you know your Insta game is on point. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Am I going to get a lot of negativity on this episode? Let's see. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, do you want right. to? Let's wait. We got to step it back. Q and on of mountain biking politics. Oh okay? no, I'm not ready for that yet. I need to talk about Airbnb first. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> bring it. So uh, I bring this up because you are an Airbnb host. Yes. I don't know. Well, actually, I don't know if we is that okay to bring up. That's okay. Right? It is. It, we we currently okay. aren't actually, but that's a off the podcast topic. <clears throat> oh, but but okay. I have been for several years up until quite recently. Okay, great. On my flight, I was just in Pittsburgh, and then I was in Cleveland. And on my flight back from Cleveland, on United, I watched a documentary about Airbnb. Ooh, that's interesting. What was, was the tone? All- what did you learn? Wow, it's really interesting. I'm not sure if it was a propaganda piece put out by Airbnb or <laughs> if it was a documentary to show like um, the terrible things that can happen when you are an Airbnb host. Um, there were some absolutely crazy stories. I'm sure there the, were. The, the, the craziest one was these people rented out their house. Very common. No big deal. Um they, they left wherever they went. I don't know. Um, their neighbors called them and were like, hey, I don't know what's going on at your house, but like shit's getting crazy. <laughs> There's <laughs> bad stuff happening. A, a party bus pulled up um, and then they just like they showed all the pictures and the footage like of the house. Like they had whoever was there had some insane party, like way over the top, destroyed the house. Lit some like, shit on fire. Shit was crazy, but the people who rented it were not that far away. So, like, they called the police. They're like, hey, there's a situation in our house. Like, you have to come and help us get these people out of our house. So when they get there, 
the police cannot actually make the people leave because <laughs> they had a short-term lease in place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Motherfucker, I got a lease. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And so, it was, anyway, it was crazy. It was like $60,000 worth of damage. Oh. Um, this there is thing. some insurance that you have through Airbnb when you host, but I don't think it's worth I, I wouldn't test it. I wouldn't want to test it. Well, and so that was the thing. So in this case, these these people contacted, uh, you know, whatever. They put them up in luxury accommodations. They completely overhauled their home. They replaced everything, like returned it to, you know, the state that it was in before. So this was better. an ad for Airbnb. Yeah, they. T- I mean, I guess like if because one like, time oh. I called them and I was like, hey, I think somebody like shit on my sheets. Like, <laughs> like. I have to throw them away. <laughs> Can I do anything about that? And they were like, nah, dog, nah. <laughs> you know, they had nothing to say helpful at all. I mean, I think there are, you know, there, there's a lot of clauses to their um, insurance policy. But um, I might have exaggerated that, but not by much. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was uh, it was a, it was just a fascinating thing. And I was like, oh, I guess there's a little bit of risk involved with this thing. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, hey, if you ever want to learn about humans and how they behave host an airbnb (laughs) you will learn so much about the human condition and it will make you feel stressed a little bit (laughs) i'm you know okay all right fair enough fair enough very good it's also funny it's funny you know but like i i did the clean when me and my wife started doing it for the first year not the first year but for the first eight months we'll say we cleaned it ourselves and did the turnaround ourselves, which is good when you're starting off a place like that. Eventually, yeah, so you got to get figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. got to get someone else to do it. But when you're starting it off, you do it yourself. And then so you come in and you see what people leave in your space. And we offered a nice <laughs> space at a decent price, and we would just find insane stuff like the giantest bottles of vodka, <laughs> like half drank. But like, what were you planning to do with that? Just like heroic portions of alcohol half drank and like you know like huge to-go food orders from hooters which is like who takes hooters food home with them well i hear the wings are good (laughs) i guess like but like preposterous crazy stuff oh people are savages people are savages and women do not take their makeup off before they go to bed when they're having a good time <laughs> and so oh, yes. all your so sheets get ruined by their makeup. I'm sorry, that's just a fact. You just yep. learn things about people that you didn't know before that. I didn't know that before that. Well, you know now. Now you know. Now the you more know. you know, the less I don't know. It doesn't really the help. Less, the less you want to talk to people. I yeah, hear the, the more you want people to fuck off. <laughs> all right. So tell. All right. What? Who is? Who is QAnon? Okay, so QAnon is more of a concept than a person, but it is allegedly also a person. Okay. All okay. Right. Sounds like a hip hop artist. So I want to try to keep this succinct because you could talk about it for a while. But so Alex Jones, you know who Alex Jones is? Ew. Yeah, he's gross, right? But so people who are in that like Alex Jones conspiracy camp, there is yeah. a an identity that kind of came about on Twitter that originally I think was a poster named QAnon, and then a, and then. Oh. It, it became so overflowing with different QAnons that no one really knew who the original QAnon was anymore. Sure. But they all were just posting things to the effect of, this week we find out Hillary raped babies. 
you know, and like weird stuff like that, like, like cryptic things that we're going to find out. And then every now and then they'd get one, right. You know? Well, I know, I know the one that, that, that they famously got right was like that pizza place. <laughs> okay. Comet pizza. Like, yeah. Right. It's called it Comet like, pizza. I know, I, I know too much about this topic. That's it. That's all we need to say about the pizza place. Anyway, long story short, QAnon is sort of like a catch-all for the person who's trying to push the limits of the conversation about something. So, Oh, got it. By me saying you're the QAnon of mountain biking politics, I'm not calling you a crazy person. I'm saying you're the guy trying to push the edges of what people want to talk about. Oh, I mean, in that in, You should in take it regard- as a compliment. I was going to say in that regard, it's 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah. Cause you do, you were like, do you know what the term shit posting means? Oh no, I've never, I don't know that one either. Okay. I, why do I know this stuff? I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm embarrassed by I'm, myself. I'm afraid you're a 13 year old girl or something. I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> the kids, Adam, <laughs> refer to shit posting as people who post a lot trying to prove a point about a specific thing. Aha. So you were shit posting <laughs> about e-bikes for a while. I was. I was on a run. I was on a run. For and sure. I noticed that. And I was like, this dude's shit posting a storm about this. But I think he's on a, I think he's making a good point. So like, I was, on a, I was on a tear. <laughs> you were on a tear, but I thought you had, I thought you had, and then, um, so the listener won't know this cause we were off the air for all of November. We'll get to that later. But I sent you some links just socially while we were not doing episodes about how the New York times did an article about e-bikes. I think I sent a link to you. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, you did. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. It's uh, okay if you didn't read it, but it's interesting that that topic was floating around in the ether up to that level where like the New York times was talking about. Oh dude, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And here in Austin, I think I saw an article in the last couple of days about, and it's not a big deal article, but you know that you've been on, um, I think on our hike and bike, at some point or another along the river. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Downtown. And it's, you know, it's yeah. just a, a little rough trail. It's not like real mountain biking or anything, but. <clears throat> no, but it is an off-road trail. But it is technically an off-road trail. And so there was a whole thing about whether they were going to allow scooters and e-bikes down there. And I think scooters? they're decide. I think they're either deciding it this week or they did decide it. But I, I think the main issue was not about the e-bikes. It was about the scooters because they're, they're worried about people like going two stops down the trail and then throwing the scooter in the middle of the trail or, you know, on the side I of the mean, trail. But also, or... like, uh, can that thing support, like, a, could a scooter handle that? I'm not sure. I've never tried it, but I think you could kind of roughly try it. I don't know. I think it would be a rough ride, right? Those scooters was... aren't, they have really yeah. tiny, rigid wheels, don't they? Well, they might be pneumatic wheels, but either way, they're still small. There's no suspension. Like, I don't know. Seems like a weird, I wouldn't want to ride it down there. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't either, but I also, you know, I have nothing against the whole, I, I'm, what do you, okay, let's do a quick aside, because okay. I know your e-bike takes, and I think we've talked about them on the show, <clears throat> and I don't know what it's like in Burlington. Do you have scooters? Do you have the scooter No, thing? we're supposed to be getting the scooters. Oh, wait till you get them. But I want to ask you right now, what do you <laughs> think the scooters are like before you get them? I want to ask you now before you get them and later after you get them. What do you think it'll be like? Because I know you're, uh, I know you're an advocate of non-car transportation. Yeah. yeah. So we would say, right? I'm an advocate of a gasless future. I think is the best way to put it. Okay? Sure. 
So I don't know. I find the scooters very confusing. They seem fun. It seems like a fun way to get around. So like I support that, but they seem like people just throw them everywhere. Uh, and then somebody was telling me some metric where like they're losing more scooters per week than they're taking in in revenue for people renting them. So <laughs> I could almost believe that because there is a little bit of like scooter, um, like yeah. just from Austin, I can tell there's some scooter anger where people do bad things to the scooters. But then I, but then I also heard that like they take them off the streets at 9 p.m. Mm. So then that's. That's that's in crazy. some that's in some locations. I don't believe they do that in Austin, but I do believe okay. they do that in other places. So I don't know. And then I think like they don't like we have hills here, and I've been told that they don't necessarily have enough power to actually get you up the hills, and that seems like a waste. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, w- when they show up, I will definitely try them. Oh so, man, I wish I, you were visiting soon because we we could do a sick video of just us trying them together. <laughs> Seeing if we could do I'm, tricks and shit. Oh, I could take it off some stairs. I'd be into that. I actually saw some video of be this dope. dude. A, a, he did a stair drop, like like three, four stairs, and the and the front end of the thing just ripped, ripped off and off. ate shit yeah. so hard. <laughs> That's a death wish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man! So hey, we didn't do an episode for all of November. Um, that's not on my, I don't have that on my agenda. Um, the reason it's on my agenda is cause I thought we thought that Movember was November. <laughs> well, as I in no doing anything in November and we were just confused. I think last I checked the spelling, it is November. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know? I do, well, did you do a, like a mustache or something? Uh, no, I don't do that. I, uh, I do always, <laughs> well, I the do disdain, always, the disdain you just had for those who do. Wow. I think that, the, well, I'll be honest. I think that that's one of those things. There's a select group of people that, gr- that grow the mustache in November. Cause, cause they're legitimately raising money. Like that started as a fundraiser. Agreed. And, and then, there's people who are just doing it. Right. No fundraising. And I think that the tracks from the people that are actually fundraising. Oh, so man. that that don't, we're not going to jump ahead, but that almost brings me into a topic that's on the agenda. All right. Well, I'm just going down the agenda here, and I need to know what's up with Gold's Gym guy. <laughs> okay, Adam, I'm going to just hit you with this. I, I don't remember if I told you about this in in a phone call, but so I recently I I joined Gold's Gym a while ago. Just because you gotta get you gotta get swole, bro. I know. Because I gotta get swole, but mainly it's because it's it's a deal through my work where I pay like a very small fee and I can go to any gold's gym I want through my work. Comes out of my paycheck, deducted where I don't see it, so it feels like nothing. But I have this gym membership. So anyway, I only went once or twice when I first signed up, and then I didn't go forever, just paying for nothing. And then recently, I was like, I need to get back into running on the treadmill on the nights that I can't run in the real world. So I went and I did it. And while I was there at the Colts gym by the hospital in South Austin, I go, I walk in there. And first of all, I haven't been to Gold's gym in a minute at that point. It's a really weird gym, right? Have you been to one? I mean, probably not in like 15 years. Okay. So it's, it's, I've been to a couple different kinds of gyms in my life. This is like, I think like what a, um, a cartoon of a gym would be. Like, if you drew a cartoon of a gym, if you tried to make, like, a silly gym, it's, like, sort of what Gold's is. It's a lot of, like, extremes. 
Hey, right? I got. I think I have a situation I need to go attend to. Oh, what's that? I think my daughter's having a meltdown. Let me call you back. Hey, this is Scott from the talk show. Just thought while Adam's tending to his toddler meltdown, I could take this moment to remind you over at talkshow.com, we have things for sale. The holidays are coming, and wouldn't you like to give someone that you love an embroidered talk show patch? Or maybe one of Adam's sweaty shirts he's used in a workout. Those are all available, and so much more. Talkshow.com. Click on the button store, and just stare longingly at the goods that could be yours, or maybe your loved ones. Also, while you're thinking about that, maybe while you're surfing some sweet waves on the World Wide Web, head on over to BrittanyShane.com and check out my wife's music. <laughs> also, her upcoming dates, deets, links, all kinds of good stuff at BrittanyShane.com. I don't know. If you really want to knock yourself out, check out MyMusicDay.com or any other website I've designed. <laughs> all right. Good talk. Thanks for spending this time while Adam calms his toddler letting me tell you about things you really should be thinking about at this time of year. Keep it classy. Talkshow.com. Round two. Ready? <laughs> fight. And I do not know what we were talking about, except I think I was setting up Gold Jim the guy. I mean, basically, you were giving the rundown. You were like, listen, I mean, I don't want you guys to judge me. Don't judge me, but I got a I got a Gold's Gym membership. <laughs> Have you been inside a Gold's Gym? It's like a fucking cartoon in there. No, but it is. Okay, so wait, forget it. So <clears throat> I'm gonna get straight to the off. guy. I'm gonna get straight to the guy. <laughs> I feel like you need to know the environment to appreciate how much it takes to be this guy in a Gold's Gym, but maybe you don't. Okay. I think yeah. I think that Gold's Gym is what's commonly referred to as a Globo Gym. Oh, is that for a reference from that movie from the thing? I mean, that's just what like, that's a phrase that I see pop up a lot. Like if you're going to like a like a mess. But you, you know, know what like, that means, right? That's from <laughs> Dodgeball, right? Oh, is it? No, dude, it's like a phrase that comes up all the time. No, you wait, are you playing dumb? No, I know. Yes, I do know that it is also in Dodgeball, but I believe it is actually a common reference that people use. I think it's from Dodgeball. Come on, man. Where else would that be from? From Glo Globo Gyms. I'm so upset right now. So anyway, I'm I'm in the goddamn Gold's Gym, and I'm running on a treadmill. Okay, listen, I'm not being listen, listen to me. Yeah. Listen to me. Yes, if it was yes. if it was good enough for Arnold, it's good enough for you. Okay? okay, great, great, agreed. Also, we're gonna get into the muscle come, up later with, but we're gonna get into me. muscle up later but right now we're come not talking about come. my we're not talking about my accomplishments we're talking about the context of where i was on a mundane night i'm running on a treadmill doing my thing okay from the law oh not from the law and this no, is okay. after work so like i worked a 12-hour day gave report to my other nurses go to the gym down the street doing my thing running on the treadmill just trying to feel like a good person and in my field of vision is this dude who is unbelievable. He is maybe 5'10", 5'11", 
uh, black dude, uh, dreads, you know, and it, at first I just notice him cause he's, he's doing like an aggressive workout. Like it looks like he's working out hard and he's in my peripheral vision and I'm like, Oh, that guy's going for it. Doesn't and you, register. And you looked at, you looked over and you yelled, you're like, get it girl. I did. I mean, at first it didn't register. I was like, you go off queen. You know, I didn't think much about it. And then a few minutes into my run, you're like, I'm getting into, I, I hit the mile mark. You know, I've been running for a few minutes and then he starts doing shit. That's crazy. He starts jumping off the side of weight machines that are not like, that just like, you know, like the he like there's a guy trying to do like some, you know, <laughs> pulling two weights like to the side. I don't know the names of anything. And he just runs and jumps off the side of it. <laughs> and then he sprints, does a tuck and roll, and then jumps off of like a tire. <laughs> and then sprints a hundred miles an hour around the, the track that they have drawn on the ground at at the gym and he comes back around and starts singing a hip hop song and dancing. <laughs> and that's one rep. And then he does it for time, like five times. This wait, the same thing variations, but close. <laughs> so I'm oh, thinking this, guy, this dude this is guy. on like not CrossFit. He's on hip hop cross or like some next level CrossFit. You don't even no, know you, about, you, you know what happened? You know what happened? He drank, he, he didn't drink one scoop of pre-workout. He drank two scoops. He got he, he got too he much. Got two scoops. He got, he got two scoops. He got too much. And at yeah. one point, I saw him hit the, uh, you know, those giant monster truck tires that they have at every CrossFit gym for whatever reason? Yeah, for that's for doing tire flips, obviously. I'm going to go with for whatever reason. Yeah, <laughs> he, fair, fair enough. He ran, jumped, hit it, launched off it, and almost killed a woman. <laughs> Like while I'm running on my treadmill and I'm like, no, oh, <laughs> you know, and and the woman was like, it's okay. And he was like, I don't care. <laughs> he didn't care. He just kept running. Did he actually hit her? No, but he like literally like his crotch, like crossed her nose region. You know, like it was like, they were very close. I mean, <clears throat> you know, maybe she liked it. It's possible. The dude was, <laughs> for for what it's worth, the dude was fit as hell. But he was, like, just being ridiculous in the gym. And, and at a certain point, it's not just me. At a certain point, I'm looking around the room, and I'm watching other people in the gym watching him and being like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, that's uh – that's yeah. I mean, people just get crazy. They get crazy. <clears throat> and he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything like really wrong or negative or <clears throat> like rude to the other people in the gym. It was just like he was using the space in such an aggressive way <laughs> that it seemed like shouldn't you have a different gym? <laughs> like should, shouldn't you be somewhere else? Yeah, so- sounds like he, he sounds like he was in the wrong space. But, you know, yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> yeah, it's fine. It's but fine. I, when he was dancing. And then also jumping off the monster truck thing. I, I don't know. It was it was pretty lit. I have to give the guy credit. I was like, I don't know if I like you, but you got it going on. All right. So the real <laughs> question is, how far did you run on the treadmill? Oh, that particular night? Like maybe five miles because I did I, I did a warm-up and a cool-down, and I did three miles at tempo. Well, five miles on a treadmill is a lot. It is a lot, but it was it was also like I needed to that night because I, I I was coming out of work and I couldn't get ready to run right away, so I had to warm up for a while. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Very good. It's Very not good. easy to run on a treadmill unless, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Uh, I've run on I, treadmills a lot, and it's not easy to do it unless you really warm up and are determined to listen to a podcast or something. I find running on the treadmill, like a traditional flat treadmill, absolutely agonizing. It really is. And, it's it's very difficult to do. And then, but the and then and then last, uh, maybe two weeks ago, I ran for forty two minutes, I think, on the treadmill at the gym. But it's a, it's a what's called a true form treadmill, and it there's no motor. Hmm. So it's so it's um, like a Flintstones type operation. Yeah, <laughs> is there it a is dinosaur really. inside? <laughs> like what so the, the fuck are you the, talking about? But the tr- all right, so the track, the belt, is not flat. It's uh, it's concave. Okay, so it's like, you know, it's like bent. It's like a like a U shape. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and so, but but your running force is what moves the belt. So if you stop running, the belt stops. Got it. Yeah. But so I, did, I was on that for like four and a half miles the other day. I was like doing this, this interval workout. I was like, this is going to be terrible. But then it went by super fast. And I was like, ah, I totally could have ran 50 miles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll get back to that later. Um, <laughs> we should have a sound drop for that that just goes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, <clears throat> wh- okay. What else is on the, on the agenda here? We November. got an agenda. I'm looking at the same agenda as you. The next item is listen to the message or just call back. And I, I, this is a serious thing. It's not just about you, Adam. But I'm, I'm curious. We, we can't ask everybody. It's just me and you on, on, the, on the line. <clears throat> but times have changed, right? Back in the day, people leave a message, you listen to it, you call back, right? Yes. These days, I don't know. I don't think that's the consensus. So I'm asking you just in the interest of curiosity, when someone calls you and leaves the message, do you listen to the message or do you just call back? I'm going to say, I'm going to say 5% of the time I listen to the message. Is there a reason why? That five percent well, of the time you on, do it, on, like I'm, is again, it... I got. Hang okay. on, I got a full breakdown for you. Okay, okay. Five percent, <laughs> I listen. Five percent, I call back without looking at anything. Ninety percent, I read the voicemail. Oh, read it. Yes. Okay. You know, because it does. It does. It, it does. The Verizon does that, like translation. Yeah, you get thing. a transcript. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and and so that at least gives me like. The high points, right? Like, I'm like, oh, that's what they called about. Great. You don't, I just so you know, Adam, you might not know this. Your voice, your cadence doesn't go through that filter very well. That's on purpose. Because <laughs> when I get messages like that from you, they're like, hey, Scott, shibble for blibble fly. <laughs> Gonna meet you on Thursday at flip flop a foo, dump, you know, just like nonsense sounds and then they hang up. Yeah, well, that's you know I don't I don't want the government to know what I'm saying. You know, that's <laughs> a lot of practice to to get my voice like that. You know, like. But I was wondering what you rehearsal. thought about that because I, I think in this generation, no one listens to the message. I think if you leave someone a message, it's a waste of time. Um, I'll, yeah, I would also say like if it's somebody that I talk to regularly, I don't listen to the message. If it's someone that I don't talk to regularly, I will definitely listen to the message because I'm like, 
why is this motherfucker calling? Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll call you or Hoshai or people that I know, and I'll I'll tell you everything you need to know about the conversation and the voicemail, and you'll call me back, and clearly motherfucker doesn't know a thing. I mean, so okay. you didn't listen to okay. anything, but and wait, that's okay. wait a second. But no but offense, no offense. But I'm just like, oh, okay, we got to start from there. All right. Oh, oh, but no offense. Nobody has four minutes to listen to your goddamn voicemail. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> go off, go off. Tell people, so just, what, tell I'm people just, about I'm my just style. Saying, you know, time is valuable. Brevity is not an asset. It is not something I value. Brevity, I do not value. Okay, well, you know, I value efficiency, and so it's more efficient for me just to call you back. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we, I think we touched that. Ugh, man, killing me. So Very wait, good. wait. There, there's items. <laughs> I just want to point out. We we're working off of a an agenda that assumes we're we're talking in November because the next item is rank the table, which I thought was going to be a fun segment. And I yeah, think we should just I'm, do it anyway, but we have to do it fast because we don't have time to do it slow. Here's how I'm going to rank the table, okay? My table was so on point, I brought two, two, I'm going to say it one more time, two <laughs> bourbon chocolate pies. Damn. Two. So I'm giving, I'm giving a table nine out of ten. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. What? I ranked it. You, no, 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 no. You misunderstood. A minus. No, 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 no. You're looking out, and this is a little bit less personal than you're taking it. I'm saying you're at Thanksgiving yeah. with your family, whatever version you do that you're used uh-huh, to. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you're uh-huh. looking out across the table at the presentation yes. that's been given to you. Yes. Rank the top five items. Oh. That's the challenge. What are the top five items that you Bourbon like? Bourbon chocolate pie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> homemade cranberry sauce that has some crazy shit in it like pomegranate seeds oh that to me that's surprising that that makes it the top five but great well it was a surprising dish <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure um the gravy gravy the mashed taters taters oh now what's gonna be fifth though that's a tough call you gotta bring it i'm gonna go with you didn't do a protein yet by the way I know, but I feel like the turkey. Ham? I don't think the turkey makes. I don't think the turkey there? makes. No, we don't. No. Okay. Negative. I don't think the turkey makes the top five because I feel like the turkey. It just has to be there. Yeah, it's like a formality, right? Like you have turkey at other times. Yeah, but you can't right? get around like, that turkey. It's just there. Um, I'm gonna say I said we had a new surprise entry with the with the kale based collard green included green bean casserole whoa yeah that was um, on point. you should okay i want a picture if you have one of that on the insta uh i think Allie might she made it so she might have the if picture she's got it. a picture you should put that on the insta because when you talk we about totally, food like that and you don't have a picture it's like we were totally questioning it like she was she was like i'm gonna make this new green bean casserole and i was like this sounds you know the thing about that kind of stuff is like it all goes into the details like i've made some some side dishes at holidays that sound preposterous from a distance but then you eat them and you're like that's good all right it it depends on the presentation and the in the finishing skills fair fair enough fair enough Uh, but uh yeah yeah. so anyway rank the table i i was gonna say so it's my turn i'm gonna rank the table 
I go potatoes, gravy. Mashed? Mashed or smashed? Uh, I do smashed. And what I do, and I, I'm going to throw this out there for anyone who wants to steal my shit, it, it, it satisfies crowds. <laughs> I do 25% sweet potato with 75% new potato or red potato, whatever you want to call it. You're talking crazy talking. You can't be mixing potatoes. No, you do. And then so what you end up with is a slightly orange potato that's still not sweet, and it's delicious. It's just like the right amount of sweet, the right amount of not sweet. But then but then, do you put um, maple syrup on top? No, but that's not a bad <laughs> idea. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> – I don't do All that, right. but I don't. I also wouldn't say you shouldn't do that. <laughs> so I forgot what number one was. Then we had potatoes. Mm-hmm. What was one? What was what was one? Potatoes. Oh, that no, was wait. number one. No, I think. Yeah, I think potatoes. And you immediately interrupted me. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So we got taters. I like taters. I like. Well done, roasted green beans. Ooh, all right. All and right. then I'm going to throw it. it out there and say, I like the turkey. I'm not saying I don't like the turkey. But I do like the turkey. So it's my top three. Oh, you only did three? Wait, how many did you do? I don't even know. I think you I did, did one five. or two. No, I did five. <laughs> well, some of them were like so, I mean, cranberry. Like, who cares? <laughs> All right, man, fine. I got a can of Ocean Spray Cranberry. I'm going to go eat it right after this podcast. <laughs> sorry, that was dismissive. I shouldn't have said that. Straight I'm out of sorry. the can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, all right. Rolling right along, then. Rolling along. Camping with children. No, let's not talk about that. Let's skip past that one. <laughs> okay, Tesla truck. Oh, you have a different list than I have. I've changed the list since then. Oh, you did? Yeah, well, like okay, list, we, there's one topic we should come back to in a minute. But Okay, let, let, okay I, w- I want to ask you, let's, we'll do Tesla truck. Adam St. <laughs> Germain. Cybertruck. That truck is fucking dumb as shit. That's is my challenge. Though? Convince me otherwise. I mean, okay, let me, it's, uh, it's priced within the market. What? Oh, okay. What is the price? Do you know? I don't know. $55,000 American. Okay. Comparable and to then, a, like a Ford F-150 is what? No, dude, not, e- not even close. Okay, so let's do, let's do some quick math, Scott Sullivan. Please do. Okay, let, let's say you buy a Ford F-150. Sure. Most popular car in America over the last 40 some odd years. Truck, sir. Truck, please. No, it, it actually outsells all cars. No, but it's a truck. Vehicle. If if you call it a car yeah. in Texas, you will be killed. I all right. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> let's say I want Ford, you to be alive. I love you. For so you get a Ford F one fifty. You get like a baller package. So let's say it's a fifty thousand dollar truck, right? Mm-hmm. Easy. Okay. Let's say you drive not that much, but you know you drive, so you're doing ten thousand miles a year, right? Yes, sure. Okay. So let's say that truck gets twenty miles to the gallon. So, ten thousand divided by twenty. Do you have a calculator five, out right now? Five hundred gallons of gasoline, okay, okay, in a year. Now you're in Texas. It's probably what three and a quarter, three dollars. What is it? Uh, I think a little under three. All right, what is called three? You know, when you live in a, a state that votes for Trump, your your gas is cheaper. Do you know that? I do. You might yeah. not know that, but it's true. Okay, so now your Ford, your Ford F one hundred and fifty, 
you're spending $1,500 a year in gas. Wow. If you don't drive that much, but let's say you keep the truck for 10 years. So now you times 10. <laughs> so now you're, now you're into it for $15,000 of gas. You also have to change your oil twice a year, which on that truck is $150 jobs. So that's 300 bucks. So that's another three grand. So in 10 years, your $50,000 truck costs you an additional $18,000. Damn, son. At which point, and that's not even taking account of all the other shit. And so it doesn't even look like a battle bot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even look like some futuristic nightmare. So, uh, so yeah, so the Tesla is totally, it's appropriately priced, actually a way better value over the long term. What uh, do you think about, and honestly, it's aesthetic, so it doesn't matter, but what do you think about the look of that truck? Doesn't it, it to me, it looks like it's signaling the end of all human life. And that's a little scary. Like, why does it look that way? Um, it looks that way be- because it has to accomplish two. I mean, there's a long list of priorities what this thing needs to accomplish. I think aerodynamics is clearly in play. Aerodynamics is one. Yeah. And uh, ease of manufacturing is paramount. Right. So, so less pieces. Way, well, less pieces and straight pieces. It's way easier to, yep. to make straight flat panels than it is to make these very complicated curved um, panels. curved panels and like whatever. So um, that's why it looks like that. It is, it is absolutely on a lot of things uh, function over form. Yeah. Yeah. How embarrassing do you think it was? I mean, you, uh, Matt Noel is out there somewhere and you both work for a company, right? Yes. Do we want to say the company? Yeah, we can say specialized bikes. Um, not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> Probably should be. Otherwise, I'm going to uh, keep talking about Santa. Cruz. I will talk about Santa Cruz bikes and how much I like them every episode until they sponsor us. How about that? The sponsorship's done. Sign. <laughs> I just signed the contract. It's over. Because <laughs> I would like to stop talking about it, but I will do it. Did I tell you I got a promotion? You did in personal time. I didn't want to know if we were talking about it in public time. Do you want to talk about it? No. Adam, we, you got a promotion. Talk about it. <laughs> so I got, uh, yeah, so now I'm I'm the director of sales for the Northeast uh, region of the United States, which means there are 10 people that report to me, and I oversee New England. Am I plus. considered one of the ten people that reports to you? Because I kind of feel like I am. No, I have to, so you're you you'd be like the point five. So it was like ten point five people. <laughs> okay, I'm like I'm not I'm not considered in that demographic. But I'm no, kind you're of also you're the you're, you're the northeast outpost. <laughs> okay, great. So, but uh, but the re- the region includes a lot of really fantastic and exciting places, um, like columbus ohio or hell yeah uh or duluth or fargo dude or, have you been to have you been to the i can't speak you duluth. can't even say you can't have you been to duluth yet no not yet but i am excited to go okay go to duluth and when you get there you'll see they have this amazing drawbridge and the the drawbridge is a relatively older design i'm struggling to speak but I posted this, and some people liked this post that I posted years ago when I first went there. 
because it looks like a bicycle chain. Like the chain that operates oh. the bridge that lifts it up and down. If you look at it from a certain angle, it looks like a bicycle chain. And it's really cool. And uh, Oh, sweet. Okay. The bridge is amazing. And it allows these giant ships to come in through Lake Superior into Duluth. It's a really cool place. But anyway. So, so yeah. So, the region the region includes a bunch of really cool places that I am, uh, I am excited to get to go see. Wow. Uh, You're balling so, out of control, man. Out of control. <laughs> totally out of control. Hey, I, I got a couple the, things the I want to add topic. on to oh, this. Oh, the Tesla truck, though. The Tesla truck. Okay. You got something else on that? No. You were going to say, how embarrassing must it have been? When then you st- they rolled it out on stage and had a dude throw some stuff at it, and the windows all broke. That was embarrassing, right? Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? <laughs> no. You must see that. You must see that, because I can't. Oh, shit. The day they, do, they, the day they debuted it, they brought it out in a big event hall right you know like at a sure. conference yeah they, they do like and they're like this release. is our beautiful yeah, yeah. truck and they drove it on stage and it looks like i don't know like a transformer i still hate it but it looks like you know if that's what they want it to look like that's cool but then they were like these windows are shatterproof bulletproof amazing and then they had some assistant throw a rock at one of them and it shattered no way. And they were like, that's an anomaly. So they had him throw a rock at another window and that one shattered too. And then it was like, oh no, this is terrible. Oh, I have, I'll have to look that up because that's ridiculous. But it was, a, you um, know, in their defense, I think it was like, you know, when you make a one item of something for a show like that, you probably yeah. don't make it to the same specifications as if no, you do. Right. You know right, what I mean? Like right. mistakes can happen probably more easily. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't to spec. But uh, it was embarrassing as shit. That is, that is funny as hell. I will say, so like starting in, I think it's February, could be January. There's an option for Tesla where you can like pull up the app on your phone and be like, yo, come pick me up. And then the, and then the car will leave the parking lot and come pick you up. That's cool. Like, it'll just drive up to you and be like, beep, beep, get in, bitch. <laughs> Batmobile here. Ready to go. It's fucking ridiculous. The future, so. is, the future is a weird place, and you, I, I try not to resist it too much. I try to have a sense of humor about it. But Well, I remember years ago when I was doing my sales rep job, I was like, man, as soon as there's self-driving cars, I'm totally going to buy one. And now there are self-driving cars. I have not bought one yet. <laughs> but I'm like... <laughs> But I'm like, ooh, pretty soon. <laughs> Eventually. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam. I'm gonna. Br- we got to bring this in, and I want to bring it in with something that's kind of like more more on the nose than usual for us. Oh shit, son! <clears throat> and this is a topic called. Let's talk about politics without talking about politics. <laughs> or. <laughs> You're a baboon. Approaches to talking about politics without talking about politics. So. Mm. Let me break that down. Break it down. Hit me. I have well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two parts of it. I've recently decided that I have overly posted negatively about things I think about politics online in my social media. And it didn't make me feel good. I felt like I was throwing all this energy out that I thought might be beneficial to someone, and then later I was like, why would I think that would help? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Well, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think you ever posted anything positive. 
No, I mean things I thought were positive if you listened to them. I mean... Negative with the intent of being... So let, let me give you an example. And again, this is a segment where we're not going to talk about politics, but we're going to talk about talking about politics. What I thought was there was a candidate that I particularly thought was toxic. And that if I posted negatively about that in a way that I thought was clear, that might be beneficial to someone or somebody reading what I posted. I no longer think that's useful or what I think. But at the time, that's what I believe. So I wasn't trying to just be negative. Mm. So your malice had a good intent. I, I had good intentions. But what I've learned is that none of that negativity, even if it has good intent, for most people is useful. So what I've tried to do is just completely dial back off of that and try to think about how do we talk about politics? And here's the other thing, Adam, and I, this is where I want to get into the conversation with you and engage you. I think that there's a certain group me and you might be a part of where there's this idea that like, you know, people like us who have certain maybe liberal ideas to some degree who, where it's, um, there's almost a, an idea that it's embarrassing or bad to speak really loudly about what you care about it's almost like we're supposed to not like it's not cool oh yeah it's it's taboo to care right it's taboo to care i care a lot but i also don't want to care in a way that's obnoxious and turns everyone off to my caring so how do you split the difference i don't want to not care because i will not buy into the idea that it's uncool to care but i also Mm. don't want to be the obnoxious guy who's on your feed posting stuff that's obnoxious, which I have been, I will admit to being that guy. And I'm trying, well, but to I think I, not I be think that guy. my, mm, yes, I think you can care deeply and you can be passionate and you can, I always think this is going to come as no surprise. I always think <laughs> it's much more powerful to share positive views and or opinions so whatever you said like hey this candidate is bag shit you guys are idiots but i kind of regret that now because i no, no, like i know but my, but my point is my, that like yeah i don't think that that has a lot of power but i think what does have a lot of power is like hey have you seen what so and so is doing this is really important because yes. i think like like from the outside perspective, when you just, you know, for lack of a better term, if you just like name call and bash someone, it just becomes the same noise, regardless of who you're name calling and bashing. Right? I agree. Like you could be, you could be, you're, cause you're just going to name call this guy and then somebody else is going to name call somebody else. And it's like, it's like, you guys are fucking getting anywhere, you know, but it's, it's and your heart powerful. might be in yeah. it. Like I feel for me, my heart was in it, but I realized I was trying to pig pile on things. I felt importantly about that were negative but there wasn't a lot of value to those statements and in the moment i thought there was but then when i had a little moment to like step back from it and look at it i was like nobody's gonna want to hear me say this person sucks it doesn't give them any 
inspiration. Well, a, it doesn't give them any it, inspiration. It doesn't give them any fire. Like what they want to hear is something beautiful or great or inspiring that they can get excited about. It also doesn't help, right? Like, like let's say you said like, oh, hey, this guy's a fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy is an idiot. Then what? Now we're just yeah. now. Now what do we do? Now we're like two guys that agree somebody's an idiot. Agreed. Like, okay. Agreed. <laughs> awesome. What are we gonna do with it? <laughs> you know, like, in my defense, yeah. I feel like there's an anxiety that comes out of I'm 42 this year. By the end of this year, I'll be 42. And there's an anxiety that comes out of watching electoral cycles come and go, where people seem satisfied with very poor candidates, particularly on the left. Like it seems like Republicans and conservative people get what they want. They get candidates that represent what they want. They're good at that. We on the left get candidates that do not represent what we want. And I would say that that's the biggest difference. Are they getting what they want or are they just getting people that say what they want to hear? What's the difference? I mean, <laughs> it's I a mean, starting just, point. Yeah. Right. But if you're like, a let me ask miner, you this, Adam, cause this is part of the point of this, uh, segment was I wanted to put you in an uncomfortable place because I overshare, but you undershare. So I yeah. want to put you in an uncomfortable place. What is the candidate you feel comfortable with in 2020? Like, what would make you happy? And I, I don't care who you're going to vote for, but what would make you happy? Oh, what would make me happy? What would make you happy to pull that lever? Well, you're pulling that lever, and you're going to go eat a waffle afterwards. You're so psyched. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, like, my... Yeah, I think I'm heavily in, like, the protectionist of the environment camp. And the uh, uh, healthcare camp. I think those are the two things that matter. So I do not like. I do not give one ounce of a shit about your student loans. Okay. So that's okay. That's okay. No, I know. That's, that's I know, a very specific like, issue, but that's okay. It, but, it is, but it's like it's linked to the economy, right? And people are like, "Oh, if we forgive these student loans it, and well, here's the thing. boost the economy." It is linked to the economy, and we can have a separate conversation about that because it's one of the biggest bubbles that exists outside of home ownership. But it's not. I don't think it's a deal breaker. I think the deal breakers are healthcare, and um, I, I mean, may, right now, I think in 2020, the, the biggest deal deal breaker is going to be healthcare for a lot of people because it's what's uh, putting a lot of people into. Mm you know, permanent financial ruin and also killing a lot of people. And I I work in healthcare and I will tell you, people die every day because of the way we do healthcare in America. Well, they die overtly because of how we do healthcare. A friend of mine, a friend of mine put it, put it really clearly. Like we were talking about it and he's, and he's like, well, you know, they need to like, um, it needs to be swift change. It'd be like, the ideal case is like swift change. Um, the healthcare goes, uh, federal jobs, right? You close down all the private sector. Now you've got thousands of people out of a job. And people, and he was, and you know, the point was like, Oh, people are going to freak out that all these people are now out of a job, whatever. And it's like, great. 
somebody's likelihood of getting a new job is far better than somebody's likelihood of coming back to life and or getting their home back that they just had to sell to pay their medical bills. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like I will, I will fire all those people in a heartbeat if that's a trade off. Yeah. It's, and, so. and also it, it denies the, the reality that I think you as an optimistic person would have to agree with that we are an adaptable species. We adapt. Right. And so this right. idea that we can't ever change when change is necessary because it's too hard is oh, denying scary. our nature. In our nature, we can adapt. Yep. 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 And yep. sometimes we have to. Like with healthcare, we have to adapt. I'll, I will say, I'm reading this book right now, um, Mindset. Have you read this book? No. Tell All me right. about it's it. Very, it's very simple. If you break it down to like the simplest thing, there are two mindsets. There's the fixed mindset and there's the growth mindset. And then like some classic examples are you know, like John McEnroe, the, the great tennis player, mm -hmm. like John McEnroe, he's like the best, he's the best, he's the best. Everybody always told John McEnroe he was the best. So he believed he was the best. It helps, so when he, it helps when people pump you up like that, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, tell me. So now he believes he has a fixed idea in his brain that he is the best. So when oh, something so goes wrong, he can't wrong, adapt if he loses. He can't, right. He can't adapt. He can't change. He can't learn from it. Whereas like, you know, someone else like uh, Tiger Woods, maybe not in all aspects of his life, but at least in golf, um, <laughs> he, he like trained to be the best. And when something went wrong, he was like, oh, this thing went wrong. Like, how can I be better? How can I improve? How can I not panic? And um, and it goes through like all these these examples of like kids in school and like all this different stuff. Um, and if you're fixed, if you're the fixed mindset and you're like, I'm dumb, I can't learn math, I can't read, I can't, I can't run a five minute mile, I can't do this. But like, yeah, no shit, you're never gonna be able to do it. Sure. But if you're like, how do I do that? How can I learn to do that? Then like, then you'll figure it out. You'll get better. It's great. Um, a great that's a great thing to mark out in terms of mindset is like can i or how can i right right that's good or I like that you know people are like oh I, I can't run and one word makes a difference if you're like i you know you could even say you know for you right you're like you're running the mar you're training to run the marathon yes. and you, you could easily say like i can't run a marathon or you could change the phrase and you could say i can't run a marathon yet sure sure and yeah. so and so like great so now there's a there's there's space between you saying that thing and like when you'll actually be able to achieve it but you can apply it to like you can apply it to everything you can apply it to relationships you can apply it to like whatever you know yeah um mentality it, it, it's important to have a good mentality about stuff that's interesting but yeah and so i think that's a, i think that's in at least how i'm looking at things recently like that seems to be the big difference between uh one side of the aisle and the other side of the aisle. Okay. And then on and a final note, Adam, who would you vote for in 2020? You did not name a candidate. Oh, a legitimately. I do not know. Come on, man. This is, this is the point of the segment. I'm making you be as vulnerable as I am obnoxious. No, but Just I, think say I, don't, that, I Okay. Let, let's do this game. Then are you leaning towards a candidate? I mean, I lean towards Bernie, but like, give me the candidates. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, no. Okay, so right now, we are dealing with Buttigieg. I don't know who that is. 
yeah, good. <laughs> Bernie. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> the French, the French fry, the orange fucking French fry. Yeah. The we don't care about that guy. Uh, Biden. Is he still in? He's st- he is still in. I, Wait, what this about, is, what by about? the way, to the people out there, this was never supposed to be a political podcast, but the point of this segment was Adam never really comes out in terms of what he believes, but he's so positive that I thought it would be interesting to see if, if we pushed him where he went. I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. I apply that to a lot of things in life, not just about politics. No, I think it's great. I actually admire that about you. And that that part of the reason why we're doing this segment is because I do admire that about you. I think it's obnoxious that people know my politics (laughs) right on the surface level. You know, I'm curious about the, uh, I'm curious about Warren. I don't know a lot about her. I'm not up to speed yet. I'm like, you know, I'll get, I'll get up to speed in the next 10 months, but. Okay. And then on the last note on this subject, one of the reasons I brought this up too is that the whole let's talk about politics without talking about politics segment (laughs) idea was like, what is important to you about the way you experience politics outside of the candidates? And so what I was thinking was like, Adam, you're such a positive guy. When, how do you think you experience politics? Like, is it, is it important to you to like do things in your community with your family that you think, promote the idea you know because i think as i'm getting there with with a young you know son and everything i'm thinking like how can i like do things in my community where like the ideas that i have are expressed more by my actions than my obnoxious posts Mm. i think that um if you yeah if i legitimately answered that i would simply say that i just try and show evie to be kind everyone she deals with throughout the day kindness always and that's it like it beyond that i don't care you know like maybe maybe she grows up and she's like a raving republican (laughs) she's like convinced pizzagate is real and all that but right like whatever but as long as she's kind (laughs) i was cool it's all good you know like some of my good friends are like yeah some of my good friends who are so caring and so uh you know, loving and everything like are raving Republicans. I'm just like, well, you know, that's okay. I have some people at work that I really respect, uh, that are the same way where we're like, we would not be able to go five minutes into a political conversation, but I know that they love people and they care about people and the way that they care about people is, is sincere. And so, you know, on a certain level, you have to respect that person. And so to that point, the way I politics, I think about them is if the candidate is caring for their community, then hard decisions have to be made. We don't have to agree, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Well, I'm going to be less um, diplomatic and smart as you are because you're smarter than me. And I'm just going to say Bernie 2020 ride or die. Oh, you on the, you on the Bernie train? Okay. I All feel right. like it's the way to go. I I like Warren, but I feel like she's watered down. She's like Crystal Light version of Bernie. Yeah, but fucking Bernie's like a hundred and four years old. Yeah, but I love it because like I don't care. Get AOC is is like just let's go hard. Let's throw all, all right. the rules to the side. Let's let's put AOC as his running mate. And worst case scenario, he dies. We get a wild bitch in charge. All right, man. Let's okay. Let's do it. Let's do. It. I heard let's that Hillary well. was going to try and come back. Is that happening? Oh man, 
I can't say anything because she might kill me. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's. We got a couple topics to hit. Do um, we? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's what's your update on Secret Spice? No, my, I don't care about Secret that. Spice. See, we, oh man. We got to do Secret Spice, but I haven't heard any nonsense coming out of you. I, I, nothing's in the mail, right? It's coming to me, and then I'm going to kick it down to you. It should be here tomorrow, uh, Monday. Okay. I've got yours ready to go. It's good. It's good too. Okay. I mean, first of all, it's like good because it's got a cool name and it's interesting. But also, when I open up my spice drawer, it, it, I can smell it. It's good. <laughs> oh yeah, mine mine does all those things too. Secret spice coming your way in the New Year episodes. In the, in the new oh, that's what. All right, here we go. Last topic. This is what I got. I got wait. I got a topic on the side. So you go first. Peloton commercial. Ooh, can I just plead ignorance real quick? But I did see the Ryan Reynolds rebound. Com- did you see the Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> yeah, I watched it tonight. That shit was good. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> I didn't, I will say, I have not seen the Peloton commercial. I've only seen articles about it, so I can't speak intelligently on it, except it seems like it was a commercial about a woman trying to get in shape and people got real pissed because maybe it was a little misogynistic and not cool. Ah, yeah, but here's or the not, thing. I didn't. I've not seen it. I can't speak to it. Okay, all right, that's fine. I don't know. I always have a hard time with like um, call out culture. But I agree with you completely. Like, it's not cool to just call everything out and be a baby about everything. But at the same time, I didn't see the ad. D- did you? I did. I watched it. Do you uh, feel like the woman in the ad was depicted in a way that was like demeaning to her? No. Okay. But then I'm not sure what the point of it is then. I mean, do you think that, well, in, sort of, like, let me like, ask you this. Do you think in yeah. real life men buy gifts for their wives that, that sometimes their wives request that are fitness gifts? 100%. Yeah. Right. That's a real thing. And do you think yeah. that that's negative to women that the men actually purchase those gifts and give them to them? I mean, according to call-out culture, it clearly is. Like, right, except you should, that should it. in interpersonal culture that you experience <laughs> right. with the people you know in your life, it doesn't seem uh, – it just seems – it's interesting yeah. to me. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's very interesting it's, to me. I don't want any – I don't want to get shit posted by somebody. No. But then here's here's the other thing that I found really fascinating where they're like, they're like, this is not inclusive – and I was like, it's a it's a twenty five hundred dollar piece of equipment. That's not an inclusive piece of equipment. It's not a right. fucking ab wheel for like. You know? Well, I think so, part of it was like people were saying like, um, look at these white people being so privileged with their expensive bike, right? Is she even is she even white? I don't. I honestly don't. I can't. I can't dip my toes in those waters, sir. I've barely I'm seen sure. the ad, but I did True. see the Ryan Reynolds thing where she seemed like maybe a white woman or a Hispanic woman. I don't know. And um, and I thought that ad was good. The Ryan Reynolds one, <laughs> I like that. But here's a: How did they get it made so fast? Because he's because that dude is smart. He was like, I smell, I smell some steam. I can, I can get a little, like like how did he find the. Li- how did he find the lady? How did he get her to agree to it? How did they make it so quick? Like, it's been days, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna drop this other bomb." Like, that's very impressive. I think they probably all live within a few miles of each other, and it just could be that way. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. The whole. But what do you what do you think so, is the? Did you think this is a, a hit job on that company? Do you think they're going to survive it? Well, their stock went down ten percent, but they'll survive. I don't think it's going to matter. That's temporary, though, right? That can. Yeah, I think it's totally temporary. And, and so I was like, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'm just a, a a white guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. So I I asked Allie. I was like, I was like, you see this ad? She's like, yeah. And she just like shrugged her shoulders, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, that's that's all I need to know about that." <laughs> Your wife's cool, though. She gets it. She like, yeah, I, don't, she, I feel like it would take a little more than that to upset her. Yeah, she was just like, "Okay, like kids are in cages in you know in Texas, but yeah, yeah. Right, fuck, right, fuck this Peloton right. ad. <laughs> fuck all that noise." Yeah. Okay. All right. What was your What was your aside? I don't even know anymore. But oh, really, had one more topic. Um, oh, I had one more topic. It was the holiday topic. Okay, and it's kind of an anomaly. Did you say the hollow holiday time? Holiday topic. Sorry. Oh, the holiday topic. Okay. This is our holiday topic. Yes. Holiday topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the holiday topic, and yeah. it's a little bit of an anomaly because what we were doing, and and Adam, you were. We've been off the air for a while, but you're kind of aware of this. We did a uh, Secret Santa for talk show 2019 going into 2020. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we got together a bin to put some names in, like a little hat. <laughs> and we did Adam St. Germain, Scott Sullivan. Then we got around to Matt Newell. <laughs> and... It took so many letters to spell out Matt Newell. Did we had to actually do Matt and then a separate sheet that said Newell <laughs> and throw those in the hat? And then just for shits and giggles, we threw in like our wives and our kids or something. But the most fucked up thing was like you and me were supposed to pull a name and then get gifts for the other person. And you got Matt and I got Newell. <laughs> So the whole thing's fucked up. It's uh, it's broken, man. It's broken. Yeah. So for it. this, <laughs> for the talk show, uh, Secret Santa, we both have Matt Newell. So that'll be good. All right, I'm in. I'm How do in. you feel about that? Uh, you know what? Well, I'm very excited for the opportunity. <laughs> okay, um, great. Uh, I would just like to say, listeners out there in Radio Land, there hasn't been a new challenge presented. True. And by anyone. And so uh, I think it's about time. We're, you know, Scott's ready. I'm ready. I'm good. I'm feeling good. Also, Adam, what's your personal challenge in the early part, you know, of this year? Do you have anything for January you're thinking about? Are you you cyclocross racing at all? I forgot to ask you that. No, I don't even own a cyclocross bike. Okay. Fair enough. Well, that's not true. I own, I still have a Circle A built up in the garage, but. Can I ask you uh, this? We haven't asked you this on the podcast. Real quick. How many bikes do you own today? Right now? Currently, at this moment. How many? All right, hang on. Hang on. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12, 13, a Baker's dozen. 14. Might be 15. Okay. We'll break on another podcast. We'll break down what they are, but that's a lot of bikes, bro. If we count Edie's hot walk, it's definitely 15. <laughs> nice. 
It's great. Oh, no, six, 16. So, hey, we're going into the new year. I've got a whole bunch of stuff I have on my mind about new year. I have, I have some big goals for the new, new year. New year, new you. Yeah. New year, new me. I think that's a separate episode, so we'll talk about that later. But uh, and, we should, and you, know. you might be excited to hear part of my plan in the new year includes yes. at least getting a 10-punch pass at Atomic Athlete and trying to do Ooh, shit, son. some stuff. All right. I'm into it. Oh, let me ask you. Yes. Whatever happened to man camp? That still exists. It's called the Vanguard. It's once a year, and I f- don't remember what time of year it is. I feel like it was like October or something. Yeah, it also inc- – the the one thing that is a little intimidating about it is there is a certain amount of required equipment that is not equipment that I have or I believe you have. Oh, okay. And when I say that, I mean – um, I don't even want to say it on the podcast. Uh, weapons, stuff that you would use in the man camp. Oh, got it. Okay. You shoot guns. I don't want to make it sound cryptic, but there, there, I mean, you, yeah. there's a segment where you shoot guns and you do this. Did, and I, do that. T- did I tell you about when I shot guns in California? No, you, you did not. Oh, look, there's this whole. I just, I didn't even know this existed. I will just say this. One, I have never shot a shotgun. How was that time. for you? <laughs> well, I'll get to that. So uh, I never shot a shotgun and I had never shot at. Um, uh, clay pigeons, you know, the, the things that fly. Yes. You know, ski or real pigeons fly too, but clay pigeons also fly. Also true. And, um, so they have this thing, there's this whole sport in, in the shooting world, this whole category called sporting clays. Oh, and you go, you go to a venue, which for lack of a better description is like a golf course. Yes. And, there's a there's a multitude of stations. The one we were at had 20 different stations. So you go to the station, um, you post up in like there's like a little house that you that you shoot from. Like that's the T, and uh, you like hit the button, and there's two clays on each uh, station, and so you have to try and shoot them. But they each station is totally different. Like some of them come from behind you, in front of you, from the side. Some of them roll on the ground. That is pretty it, cool. <laughs> it was. So fun. (laughs) I'm supposed to not like it. I feel like I don't know why, but I think it sounds cool. (laughs) It was not only is it fun, it's hyper competitive. So I was like, you know, fit fit me perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) So you were like, you were starting to like elbow dudes in the face to get there first. Well, yeah. So, well, you would do it though. I would always like, I didn't, I never wanted to go first. You could let the guy go first and you could see like where the clays are coming from, how he missed them, whatever. Sure. And then you're like, okay, great. Now I'm going to, I'm going to get my shot. So it was, Hey, really hey by the way, if I do atomic athlete in the new year, you are, you are contractually obligated to, to do jujitsu. We, we this, I believe we, that's a premise oh, no, I, I from said, a previous I made, episode. I made that agreement that I would, that I would go to jujitsu in 2020. Okay, good. Because I'm going to go do strength and conditioning in 2020. So I've, but we're, I, we're but on I the same to, page. I need you to tell me where to go. So I will look Google, that up. I, I'm pretty sure where you should go, but I'm going to double check it with a friend who's in the area. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, check with him. Will do. And, uh, and I'll go. Do I have to buy a gi to just go? No, absolutely not. They'll rent it to you, or you could go oh, to I just, a no I gi class. borrow one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Most, but I want to know. I, I want to know how to use the gi to choke people. I'm into that. Oh yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> and and you can do that. 
but they will rent you one at most gyms or they will uh uh yeah they'll rent you one at most gyms most okay good places i'm gonna give you some homework for the next episode cool watch the documentary game changers oh okay i know about this yeah you gotta watch it. i know about this because i listen to some stuff yeah and then we'll talk about it do we have to mention joe rogan on every episode oh he's not even in it no but did you know that there's a debate about that on his podcast oh i'm gonna have to listen to it now. there's two debates he brought on a a guy who was a um paleo focused acupuncturist he portrayed himself as a nutritionist, but he's really just an acupuncturist. No disrespect to acupuncturists. They're great. But his training was not really in nutrition. Right. And uh, he picked apart the documentary. And then um, the guy who made the documentary was like, that's bullshit. Bring me back on with him and we can have a conversation. Oh, shit. And then okay. that happened. And then it got real weird. Like the, he shut the dude down at a certain point. Um, who shut who, who shut who down? The guy who made the documentary shut down the criticism oh, pretty effectively, but it was tit for tat over small points, and really it wasn't as scientific as you would like. So at the end of the day, what, well, what the I whole, the took whole away from it was not, everyone was angry about nothing. Like, yeah, because we're not going to tell everyone about nutrition on this podcast, but like at the end of the day, if you're eating well and eating smart with with the right amount of things that that fit with the activity that you do you're probably going to be pretty good i mean here's the here's the here's the bottom line eat more vegetables yeah eat more vegetables but also if you need protein that's cool too but eat more vegetables and so their debate was like takeaway yeah they were having this intense debate that really just focused around the idea of like do you eat meat or not and is meat bad for you but like it just kept going down these side roads of like, well, I can prove that meat gives you cancer in this and that circumstance. Mm. And it's like, yeah, but it's so specialized. It's so specific. You know, I don't know. Right, right, it's, right. It just right. seemed right. like. Well, I'll, here's what I'll do. I'll listen to the two podcasts. Don't, you... I don't advise that you do. They're really long. Oh, that's fine. I got a couple long flights coming up. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, and you watch the you watch the documentary, and then we'll we'll hit we'll hit it. Well, we'll try to settle it. But I will tell you this: um, just eat good food, man. <laughs> Go to the farmers yeah. market. Get to yes. know your farmers market people. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Yas, queen. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm good. You feel good? This is a long one. I think we're going to be like, we're like hour 15. Yeah, we're going to end this soon. But hey, it's been a while. We did skip all of November. This podcast is going to be, what do you think? Monthly? Bi-monthly? Bi-weekly? No, it should be monthly at a minimum. At a minimum. And I think that's cool. I think we should try and squeeze another one in here before the end of the month. I think we should do a holiday app. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. And in a New Year intention. I think it should be a holiday New Year intention app. And then we can hold ourselves accountable because I have a lot of New Year's intentions I need to be held accountable for. So maybe it could just be for me. But if you okay. want to jump I mean, in it's there. good. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in there. I'll actually talk about my goals this time. Cool. And on a, <laughs> on a final note, Adam did a muscle up. A ring muscle up. Bye. <laughs> See ya.